You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, got a plethora of Kentucky basketball topics to get to. Keon Brooks entered the NBA draft, going to talk about what that means. For the Wildcats, ESPN released their way-too-early top 25 uh, just about immediately after Kansas won the uh, won the national title. And then also we're going to talk about an interesting player in the transfer portal that I wanted to discuss briefly at the end of the show. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. Keon Brooks has officially announced that he is entering the NBA draft. Announced this uh, a couple days ago, actually, and uh, we're getting to it just now discussing Brooks uh, departing the Wildcats is what he said on social media. He said, quote, First off, I would like to thank God for blessing me and putting me in this position. Secondly, I would like to thank all of my teammates and coaches along the way for helping me prepare and pushing me to be the best player that I can be. With that being said, I'm looking forward to the next chapter and I will enter my name into the NBA draft while maintaining college eligibility. I appreciate all the love and support as I work toward chasing my dream of playing in the NBA. Go Big Blue, end quote. Keon Brooks, king of the two-point jumper. We've noted his traits on this podcast. We talk about Keon quite a bit, actually. Talked about what he's done for the team. Some people uh, that I that I've listen to, whether it be on message boards, whether it be other media. Some some people aren't huge fans of him. Some people understand that, uh, you know, like th- there are going to be positives and negatives with certain players, and Brooks uh, was was relatively efficient, actually, on the offensive end. I mean, occasionally he, he'd, be, uh, he'd have his ups and downs, but overall he ended up shooting this season uh, a career-best 49.1% from the field. That's really, really solid for a guy that, like we mentioned, king of the two-point jumper, likes to take a lot of mid-range shots. He was pretty efficient. Now, he he was not great with his outside shot. His defense was questionable at times. But I'll tell you what Brooks did really, really well. And I, I do hope that he does return the, to the Wildcats. I'd much rather have him than not. I'll go ahead and say that right now. Uh, would not be surprised, though, if he if he decides to go ahead and enter his name and then hire an agent here uh, soon. Because I think, uh, from what I've from what i seen, I think he's he's like uh, probably going to be a second-round pick. Somebody, somebody, I believe, would take him. But what he, what he did so well during his time at Kentucky, if this is it, is he actually played really well in the transition game, especially this season. There were several times where Kentucky needed to get out and run, and I mean, like they needed to get a quick bucket, and Keon Brooks would be there. Uh, he'd be able, he'd be able to get a steal and go and get a layup. We saw that a couple times during uh, the game against Arkansas. Um, we got to see it a couple times during a blowout win over Kansas. And actually, speaking about that game against Kansas, uh, he scored a career high twenty-seven points in an eighty to sixty-two win over what is now the national champion, the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, isn't it hilarious that Kentucky beat the snot out of both teams participating in the national championship? And, and out of all the teams, man, and I know, I know that, that I, I could not give, I, could, I, I just do not care at all about Kansas basketball, right? 
Don't care for them. Don't care for their fans. Uh, I just don't care for it. But it, it's it, whenever I was doing my tournament pr- tournament predictions, just completely taking the bias out of it, I was like, after seeing the way they played against Kentucky at home, I can't take this team seriously. Like I can't, I can't predict them to win the national title. Can't them predict them to win a Final Four matchup. And uh, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Kansas wins the uh, wins the national title. Uh, I'm sure the the game was phenomenal for for all of us uh, Kentucky fans out there. North Carolina botched it at the end. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, they had a shot. They ran a set, and then Brady Manick tripped over himself. And woof. Anywho, um, Keon Brooks appeared in 80 games during his career with the Wildcats, made 42 starts. He has steadily improved in every facet of the game in each season. And then this past season as a junior, averaged almost 11 points a game, uh, like I mentioned, was shooting almost 50% from the floor. Offensively, uh, he was he was efficient. I, I appreciate what Keon was able to do for the program, and I do hope that he's able to get picked up by an NBA team. Coach Calipari commented, on the situation and noted that, uh, you know, Keon's just simply taking advantage of the rules. And Calipari said this, quote, the rules in place for these young men to make decisions are there for a reason, and Keon is utilizing it exactly the way that he should. He has made strides during his time year and has continued to improve every single year. His thoughtfulness and maturity, not only as a player but as a man, will allow him to go through this process and make the best decision for his future. He and his family know that they have my full support, whatever they decide. End quote. Coach Cal Perry giving praise to Keon and letting him know that he supports him as a coach would. And this is a guy that I would prefer to have come back. I would like to see Keon Brooks come back if he if he does choose to do so. I'd love to see him come back. I'd also love to see uh, Sheepway come back. But I'm not too sure... That both of them will be returning. Uh, the longer Shibuya waits, though, I'll just say the longer Shibuya waits, the more it looks like it's a possibility. But looking ahead to next season, I want to talk about the way too early top 25 that ESPN released. Got Kentucky in the top 10. Going to talk about it in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar has these new things called Puffs, and if you haven't heard of them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. These things are going to be your new favorite. They're low in calorie, and they're high in protein. You can replace your candy bars with these. They are simply better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from around two to 300 calories, and most Built Bars contain about 130 calories and 17 grams of protein. There's so many different flavors to choose from, as well with just normal Built Bars. You've got uh, flavors like mint brownie, salted caramel, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream. There are all these terrific flavors, and Built's coming out uh, with new ones all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they will make it. It will be delicious, and it will also be good for you. You can go to built.com right now and you can use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. All right, moving along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Lance Dog here with you. ESPN released their way too early top 25 college basketball rankings for the 2022 2023 
season. And before we get to Kentucky, just want to note, and I don't think that people should get too riled up over this, ESPN, I'm looking at the article right now, has Arkansas ranked as the number one team in their way too early top 25. They say, quote, there's not a clear number one entering the offseason, but five-star guard Anthony Black's commitment to Arkansas in late late March gives the Ar- Razorbacks the edge. Eric Musselman, who has established himself as one of the best transfer recruiters and coaches in the country, is bringing in the nation's second-best high school recruiting class to a program coming off back-to-back Elite Eight appearances. Nick Smith is in contention to be the number one pick in 2023, while Jordan Walsh and Black are also five-star prospects who could start right away. There are some roster questions, mainly focused on Jalen Williams and Aldis Tony. but if one of the two returns, I think this is the best team in the country. Uh, both of those guys, if I'm not mistaken, uh, entered uh, into the NBA draft, both Jalen Williams and Aldis Tony. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, so I, I don't take offense to this for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's it's the off season, uh, and ESPN whatever whatever they whatever they take in the off season, I want some of it because they um they get on a hot streak. They they start putting out hot takes left and right, and they're like, oh well, actually we think uh, we think Vanderbilt's going to win the title this year. Oh, actually, uh, Scottie Pippen Jr. is going to be the first pick, and and like just dip just some random stuff, both football and basketball. And so I I don't think I can really take offense to this because it's it's a it, it's a way too early top twenty five to be honest. I think it's fun to kind of speculate. And I can actually see the direction that ESPN's going. I can understand what this article is saying about Arkansas. Like they're going to be good next season. They're reloading. It's a it's a solid team. It's a solid program. So I don't I'm not going to get too torn up over over it. And you you look down the list, Houston's at number 2, UCLA's at number 3. I ooh, Johnny Juzang's coming back? Well, they're projecting them to come back. I don't know if that's exactly going to happen. Number four, Kansas. Number five, North Carolina. Number six, Duke. And then at number seven, the Kentucky Wildcats. And this is what ESPN says about the Wildcats. It says, quote, the Wildcats should move into contention for the number one spot should Oscar Shibway or Shaden Sharp return to Lexington. I agree. But given their current draft statuses, we have both players departing. That's fair. But John Calipari will have a talented group next season either way. I don't know about that. Severe Wheeler and Keon Brooks Jr. both return to the starting lineup. Uh, Brooks is gone. Uh, with the additions of five-star recruits, Cason Wallace and Chris Livingston, they will add some more playmaking to the lineup. There will have to be a breakout player up front, whether it's former five-star recruit Damien Collins, Jacob Toppin, or someone else, but there are options. And don't forget about Iowa transfer C.J. Frederick, one of the elite shooters in college basketball who missed last season with a hamstring injury. So obviously this article was written just, uh, it might have been hours before uh, Keon Brooks Jr. declared for the NBA draft because this was written like a day and a half ago. But I, I I can I can get behind the ranking, and I can understand where they're coming from. They also put out projected starting lineups for these guys, and I wanted to be able to take a look at it and just kind of get my thoughts on it. So the projected starting lineup according to ESPN next season is Severe Wheeler at the point. Kaysen Wallace at shooting guard, Chris Livingston at, at uh, small forward, Keon Brooks Jr. at power forward, and Damian Collins at center. And I wanted to note here that when you look at those three guys, I mean, Severe Wheeler, he, he is what he is. Kaysen Wallace, though, five-star. Chris Livingston, Livingston five-star. Uh, Jacob Toppin uh, was, I believe, a three-star at, at Rhode Island. 
But if Keon Brooks come back, comes back, that's a five-star power forward. And then Damian Collins, five-star guy. Um, for the, for those of us out there that are that are frustrated that Cal wants to use a rotation consisting of a bunch of different transfer players, and he's just kind of taken some made some patchwork of of the starting lineup. I mean, most of these guys potentially are going to be five stars next season. And let's just say Oscar Shibway or Shaden Sharp comes back. I mean, you're 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 good at shooting guard, right? I still though, I really do think. That if Shibwe does not return, I think Kentucky's got to do some work in the transfer portal. And they're looking at a bunch of different guys, right? Terrence Shannon Jr., uh, they're looking at somebody that we're going to talk about in a second that's a, that's a, a potential big man. They've got to get some shooters. They've got to they get a shooter, I believe. And I know Frederick's going to be able to shoot, and I know Casey Moss. Uh, it's going to be interest, interesting to see what he brings to the table. Um, but they've got to be able to get somebody. They've got to be able to bring in somebody that has like a, like a bucket getter mentality. They got to have somebody with some aggression on the offensive end and some confidence. This team lacked confidence outside of Shibway, in my opinion, this past season. Anyway, at number eight, you've got Baylor. Number nine, you've got Creighton. At number 10, you've got Arizona. Assuming they lose a lot, then that case. At number 11, you've got Michigan. No shot. That's hilarious. Uh, at number 12, you've got Gonzaga. Number 13, Villanova, 14, Tennessee, 15, Alabama, 16, Auburn. Any other SEC schools here in the top 25? No, that is it. They got St. Louis at, at uh, number 25, giving some love to the Billikens. They got a really good point guard, by the way, Yuri Collins. I was actually looking at him, hoping, like, please, please transfer, please transfer, because I, I would have loved to have had him. Anywho. Kentucky at number seven. I think that's a good spot. I would probably think about putting them over Duke. I would probably think about putting them over Duke. But other than that, I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at the, the ranking. All right, in just a second, I want to talk about this big man that's entered the transfer portal that I think could be an interesting prospect for Kentucky to look at. I'm going to talk about him in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now virtually impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning Why and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30% or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Rock Auto is also a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they've got everything that you could possibly need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can write Locked On in their, their uh, How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need. It's over at rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero has these NCAA single-game pickums that pits star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. You can do this for now that the, that college basketball is over. You can do this for the college baseball season. You can start focusing on the players that you know best with a gameplay that does not rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. 
Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups that you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players that you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest way to get your sports action fix. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing within minutes. Guys, this is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. You can sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Now, stathero.com slash locked on using promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Terms and conditions apply. All right, wrapping up the third or the Wednesday. Geez, I'm getting ahead of myself. The Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Lance Dahl here with you. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Morehead State had their best player enter the transfer portal. He's a center. His name's Johnny Broom. He's one of the biggest pieces for the Morehead State Eagles this past season. He announced on Monday afternoon that he was entering the transfer portal. Broom is a 6'10", 235-pound sophomore. Played very well for the Eagles this past season. Averaged 16.8 points, 10.5 rebounds, and 3.9 blocks this season. Just an absolute menace in the paint. He was the leading scorer on a team that went 23-11. and 11. We've talked about what Kentucky needs to do in the transfer portal. Given the fact that they currently only have two kids recruited, committed, excuse me, in this uh, in this recruiting class. And I don't know if there's if, if there's much else they're going to do on the on the recruiting front. They so they I think they've got to be able to step it up in the, on in the transfer portal to make fans just kind of cool off a little bit. I feel like they've got to get some type of former five-star or some type of massive pickup in the portal. Kentucky I believe still looking at Fardaz Amac, uh center transfer from Utah Valley. And I, I would expect that they would at least take a look at Johnny Broom. Offensively, he was solid. Averaged almost four blocks a game. Uh, Broom is somebody that I think Kentucky would definitely, definitely benefit from. But I'll say this, and I said this on Twitter a couple days ago as well. I would take Broom 100%. I'd take him right now. But I think Kentucky needs to start looking in the portal for a guy that, like I said earlier, is a bucket getter. They need somebody with some confidence and some aggression as some type of combo guard. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that are frustrated with the way that Severe Wheeler plays at times. Uh, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't hate Wheeler's style of play, but also you got to think about the situation, right? You're trying to win a national title, and I just don't know... I just don't know with with Wheeler shooting, unless everybody else is clicking, that Kentucky is going to put themselves in the best position to win a national title. And that's no, it's no disrespect to Wheeler. I th- again, I think he's a really good player. I just, I think that Kentucky needs somebody that can shoot at that point guard position, or they need somebody that can shoot at that shooting guard spot outside of C.J. Frederick. They've got to get somebody with with a with a dog mentality. They, you know how there's that that this meme out there for the in the in the college sports sphere or even in the the sports sphere sphere, uh, sphere period can't say the word sphere. But it's this meme where it's like this: you're looking at all these different statistics to explain a situation or a certain player or, or why they're performing the way that they are, and it's just like, man, this guy's so good. 
uh, because of this this number, this number, this number, and it's just somebody on their couch watching. Like he got that dog in him. Yeah, Kentucky needs somebody that's got that dog in them. They need somebody that can go out there and get you a Kimball Walker type of bucket. And I'm not asking for Kimball Walker, right? I'm not asking for Kyrie Irving. I'm just asking for somebody that has that confidence late in a game or consistently throughout a game that can pull up from three and knock it down, that can drive and get to the hole, can, can hit that step back mid-range jumper. They've got to get somebody that's just an all-around scorer. And I'm sure there are guys like that out there. I'm sure that there are guys out there like that. I just think that that's the most important thing for this next season. You've got your defensive players, right? You've got guys that are going to be really solid on the interior, I think. If you can bring back Sheebway and you can bring in uh, somebody that's got that type of mentality, oh, man, that's a really, really hard team to beat. But, yeah, I think they've got to be able to bring somebody in that can handle the ball and can can get you a bucket. And they, they did not, in my opinion, they didn't have that last year. Ty Ty Washington, after he got injured, uh, just slowly started to decline. And just, I thought he was going to be that guy. Because I was talking early in the non-conference late. I'm like, this guy can create in isolation. Like, Ty Ty Washington was doing a decent job of that during the non-con slate of just creating in one-on-one matchups. And then he got hurt, and he, he couldn't do it. So, yeah, I think that's what Kentucky needs in the portal. If you've got any thoughts on Johnny Broom, though, because, again, I would take him. 100% I'd take him. If you've got any thoughts on Johnny Broom, Kentucky in the top 25, Keon Brooks leaving, leave it in the YouTube comments below. Or if you're listening on podcast format, you can hit me on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDahl underscore, and you can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Thank you so much for watching. Have a good day, and God bless.